0: Log Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Dream Theme Thursday. It is the 28th of February, the last day of February. Tomorrow is March 1st. I think we have a time change coming in. I think the first week in March, it's March 10th. So, yeah, about 10 days. We'll be having longer evenings and and much darker mornings, I guess. It's, It's just such an interesting time of year because it's still cold out here. So cold by California standards, but cold. And I just wanted to let everybody know, yesterday I got a lot of questions on the show about fixing. Can you fix your partner? And some people are like, yeah, I can fix my partner. But we actually can't fix each other. The expectation of being fixed or fixing, it meets rebellion. And I just wanted to say we can influence each other. We can grow each other. We can teach each other a lot of stuff. But the fixing is where we have to touch inside in our own free will to decide that we want to change something in us. We cannot change each other easily because a lot of times what we're really doing is taking somebody's lifelong habits and saying, hey, that doesn't work. You need to do this. And they don't have the experience yet to do that or the reasons. And those reasons may come through you and you may influence them to start to see that, hey, maybe this is going on. I might want to address that because I've noticed that it's not working for me or for my life. So we will change each other if one or the other wants to, but imposing change doesn't work. That imposition part, that expectation, the reasons behind it, if you're doing it to please somebody, you won't do it for long you'll actually eventually leave that person just to be who you are. But really think about that one because that that was a big show. As much as it didn't sound like one, it was a huge show because a lot of reasons people start out is they are going to fix each other somehow or they believe the other person will make their lives better, perfect, whatever. And it may make their lives better but their underlining issues can only be touched and healed through. So anyways, that being said, I have two dreams today that I want to talk about, and they are actually the first one. It's um, I Dreamt of a Vacation. It's Susan Ulrich from Germany. I dreamt of a vacation at the beach, a really wild shoreline. Suddenly waves came crashing in, that ripped the shore away like a tsunami. I saw it coming, but it was not scary. I was just not sure what to do. Somehow I lost orientation and forgot where places and people were. It was like having Alzheimer's, I guess. Funky dreams. If you have time, thank you, Susan Alrick. It's interesting when you have a dream and you have amnesia in your dream. Maybe not so much Alzheimer's yet because I learned something about I did not understand before. But Alzheimer's isn't that you just forget things like people's names or, you know, where you're going or how to get home or any of that. Alzheimer's is forgetting things like what a key is for. or you're walking somewhere, but you have no idea where you're going, why you're walking, where you are. And yet you'll have these moments of clarity within it and then as it continues and lasts, but I did not realize that. And I was in um, like a where people were ill, needed medical care, but a nursing home type atmosphere. And the floor that they had the Alzheimer's patients on was the top floor, and that floor, they had a code to get on the elevator because they all wanted to just walk out. And they would walk out, and they would, like, carry, if they had a little suitcase in the room, and they just thought they were going somewhere, but they didn't really know where they were going. So to protect them, they had to code the... um, the elevator, as well as the stairwell so that nobody could leave that didn't know how to leave so that they would not lose them. So Alzheimer's is crazy. It's a whole different paradigm. So I'm just going to say amnesia because that's really where we're at. But there's something behind dreams where we forget everything. And it talks a lot about our own personal flexibility because you weren't scared and you weren't sure what to do and you forgot places and, and people where they were. And a lot of times there was a question Christ asked me and it took me a long time to answer it. And every time I bring it up in my mind and I go to answer it, it's different because I'm growing And so as we grow, we start getting ready for bigger things, different things. Challenges we have are built on the challenges we have had. So if you've had a lot of challenges and you've grown through them, the challenges you have now will feel like they're bringing you closer and closer to yourself. That's the whole point of all our challenges. But one of the questions Christ asked me was, who would you be if everyone you knew did not know you. And I thought about that. And I thought, who would I be? Who would I be if I wasn't born Muslim? If I wasn't born to parents who were scared, I would marry someone that wasn't Muslim and how they needed to control that. And who would I be if I didn't speak another language? i be. And then first year I answered that I thought of it just as influence. Who would I be without other people's influence? But that question forced me to say, would I be doing this if someone else wanted me to or didn't want me to? Back to the talk about what we talked about yesterday. Can someone fix you in a relationship? Well, I started asking questions like, Well, what am I doing here? Why do I want to be here? And when you don't know, you kind of just pick up what everybody else is doing and you start people pleasing or you start doing this for that person and that for that person. And one day you wake up and you go, who am I? The most frequently asked question since I saw Christ, now not as much, but since I saw him. People would ask me what their purpose was. That question that Christ asked me answers that over and over again. If you can answer it. It's not a question you can answer right away. Clean slate dream. It's like, look, I'm still here. There's a tsunami. I saw it coming, but I wasn't scared. I'm starting to find who I am. Even though I forgot everybody I know and every place I know, I am still okay. That is actually very cool. That's a solid dream. That's saying, okay, I have a foundation right now. Where am I going to go with it? Well, let me ask myself, what would I be doing If no one else cared about what I did but me, what would I be doing from my heart? Not because I never had a chance to do it and there's this rebellion underneath you. And for some people, that actually works. And for some people, they just need permission inside of themselves to deserve their outcome day was one of the biggest things I've ever gotten out of one of our shows was when Christ said that the reason we may not do things, we may not have motivation to do things is that we do not believe we are deserving of our outcome of getting what we want. Isn't that the craziest thing? Don't believe We deserve to get what we want, to have what we want, to experience it, to know what that feels like to have what we want. It's different than planning something and you know you're going to do it, but the bigger things, the harder things that we really strive for in our lives and we look for them and we want them, we have to believe we deserve them to get them. That's why there are people where you say, how did you know? They didn't know. Just like you don't know what would the outcome would be. Somewhere in them that they were worth the outcome. And this dream is just saying, hey, look, Everything in life that you know, as you know it, is gone, and you're still okay. And not only are you okay, you weren't scared. Even though you weren't sure what to do, still weren't scared. There was nothing to deter you. That's something I hear from people who've accomplished huge things in their lives. They never, ever thought of not doing what they were doing. They didn't think, well, if I do this, I'll make all this money. If I do this, I will get that person. If I do this, I will have that house. You know, they they weren't thinking of what they could do with the results of the outcome. The outcome itself was just their love along the way, them there. Understanding there's a process, just like the process in this short little dream. You happen to be on vacation. You're on a beach. The shoreline goes wild. If the waves didn't crash in and it wasn't like a tsunami and it wasn't that big, you would never know if you were scared of it or not, would you? You'd also never know how you would feel with the results of it. The only way you would know is if you actually experienced it. And sometimes we, in life, but we experience it so real in a dream, we feel like we have lived through it. It's so real. Many times I've had dreams where I thought, oh, that's what that feels like, because maybe there wasn't an opportunity in my life for me to experience it. It's an interesting thing, but it works. As long as you learn and you evolve from your dreams, you don't have to go through it. That's the power of what happens to us in our sleep. That time that we have is the most valuable time of our lifetimes because how we sleep, what we dream, how much we sleep, how much we sleep affects our health. How we sleep gives us the motivation to do things or not during the day. And when we remember our dreams, we literally feel like we just, it's like the equivalent of eating a meal that's filled with nutrition. But at the same time, sometimes we don't know what to make of our dreams because our dreams don't have boundaries and limits the way our thinking does. But if they weren't so crazy, you wouldn't remember them behind what happens to us when we are asleep. The veil that we have, it's like this iron door that comes down the minute we wake up in the morning. But when we sleep, it's not there. All bets are off. We see our, our parents who have passed. We see loved ones who have passed. We find crazy situations like a tsunami or a big fire or someone coming after us or whatever it is that happens to us in our dreams. And we get to just feel it out. It just comes out one little step at a time. And then during the day, you'll go, oh, that was weird that I dreamt that. That felt so real. Oh my gosh, I feel like I really, whatever your soul experiences, there's a method behind the madness. You know, Christ said, one of the things Christ said to me and many times over because I used to feel so lost with everything he was saying to me because I didn't understand it. And he would say to me over and over again, life is like a synchronized watch. You just don't know what time it is. And that's where faith comes in and that's where trust comes in and that's where knowledge comes in and self-education. And the one thing that we need education on is the one thing that was actually made fun of when when my generation was younger, and that was our emotions. Oh, you don't want to do that. You'll never make money oh, you don't want to do that, you'll never get a job. Do you know what I define? And and this was just last night when I was driving home and I was thinking about work. And we have associated work with a job, working for someone. But that someone, we have to have someone around to own the companies that we work for. We also have to have someone around to do the services that we go for. Followed the trail to get there themselves. They had to start somewhere. They're not our masters. They are people who followed what they loved. They had no fear of the people and places they knew. They had no fear of something big coming in, just like you have in your dream and taking it all away. They they were in the moment, and they said, hey, this doesn't look good. We ran out of money. Where are we going to find money to continue? The building just burned down. Where can we relocate instead of, oh, there goes our dream. There goes our dream. We can't do it now. Our building burned down. You start saying, Where can we relocate? Challenges come because they push your envelope to force it to burst open and you to see what's inside of that magic envelope called your life. The contents of your life, of your soul. And you're right there. So that was actually a pretty good dream, Susan. I hope you enjoy and and really listen to the interpretation of that one. I have another dream. It says, Nadia, I have a dream for Thursday, if time. From what I remember, a man with a heavy accent was showing images of street filled with people. I didn't see the people, but I believed him. He said to me, look how quiet and calm all of these people are after hearing Christ speak. Oh, that's interesting. Well, there we have it. He meant to show me that they were so peaceful, I couldn't see it. But I knew it. I was so happy that he noticed. I woke up feeling like a million dollars, Nadia. But that's it. But I felt it was so beautiful. Thank you and much love, Eliana. I really am happy you sent this dream in because you just reminded me of something Christ showed me when I first saw him. And You know, this has been a long journey. It's not like I saw Christ and then everything happened. It was literally one step at a time. And I don't even want to say giant step. I want to say baby steps. And there were many times I couldn't figure out what I was doing and literally would cry myself to sleep. I didn't know if I was doing right by what I knew. I didn't know if I had the intellect to do what I needed to do the time, the money, all of that just kept showing up at my door day after day after day, illness, a a second marriage, a blended family, exes, the kids, not liking me, loving me, you know, all this crazy stuff. The heck? This is crazy. And then Christ showed me. A vision. And he's so active. It's not like, you know, many people say to me, especially now, because I'm telling a lot of people the story, and people I never thought I would tell, and I'm just so straight-faced about it. But exactly what you just said, look how quiet and calm all of these people are after hearing Christ speak. So he showed me a bunch of people bunch of people remember their skin was tan it wasn't light and it wasn't dark I just remember it was like one country they were all pretty much the same background but I don't know what background it was and they were listening and I was speaking but next to me Christ was standing and I was holding his hand even though no one could see him my hand was down and I was like My hands weren't curled like holding a hand, but they were down there like I was holding his hand. That's all I remember. And people were crying. And I remember thinking, why are they crying? I have not said anything yet. When I learned about energy exchange, that just standing up there with that love And he was present with me, just standing there in that level of caring and knowing that we're going to be okay. As people were breathing, we were exchanging energy and their tears, their tears were leaves that they could feel again all the way. They didn't have to hide anything, and they had nothing to hide. And the release of that was so freeing that it calmed everyone. No one needed to talk. No one needed to do anything. All anyone had to do was to feel. The one thing that we were told to push off, put aside and we got lost without our antennas. I felt like everyone had antennas. I don't know if anyone's old enough to remember a show called My Favorite Martian, but his antennas would come up when he was ready to do something. And that's what I think of when I learn something new. I'm like, well, my antenna went up. I caught it. I caught it. I got it. And knowing of that level of starvation that we have to feel, to not have to hide anything, to not feel embarrassed about the good, the bad, and the ugly of our lives. To put it all on a table and just stare at it and say, yep, that's me. Okay, that's me. My bad and my ugly. Right there. That's me. I'm Okay. When I did this, I didn't know that. When I did that, I didn't know that. Okay, instead of, what an idiot. I did that. Oh, I can't believe I did that. That's when I was kind of stupid. That's when I didn't know. Never talk like that about yourself. Because you didn't know what you didn't know. And seeing that was exactly what you just described in your dream. The only difference was Hearing Christ speak didn't even happen yet in that vision. And I wasn't even on a stage. I was literally on like a makeshift little platform of wood that, you know, had these two little stairs. But I just remember like wood being separated, not like made like it was there. It was put there temporarily. Because it was just like open land. I wasn't even like in a forum or in an actual place. And no one had to get checked to come in. It was just, there was this level of trust. And after that vision, Christ said to me this When we trust each other, we become trustworthy. When we respect each other, we become, when we love each other, when we love each other, we start to know what love feels like because we've been sold love. We've been told to act trustworthy no matter what it was we were doing. And then we all got fooled here and there in life. And then we stopped trusting. But the highest form and level of respect, our lifetimes, is being told the truth. Truth, love, and purity happen when you use any one of them, when you are feeling love and you work from love, it does the same thing when you speak the truth. Because we don't have time to get to know every single person in life. But when we come with truth, purity, which are three facets of the same thing, we are never forgotten. Not because we're so great. It just forms Bonds, And those bonds that form from truth, love, and purity never break. They only propel. We only grow. Even if we never see each other again, we will always have that bond. We will forget that experience. It will just go away. It will just go in a pile of, I didn't feel enough to keep it. That is a million-dollar dream, billion-dollar dream, a, billion a trillion-dollar dream. You can go as high as you want because it's priceless. There is peace. We are not going towards a bad, worse life than we've ever known. We have time in our history growing towards a life that's better than we've ever known. It may not look pretty on our way there. I will say that. Because right now we are in that black and white phase. Someone who lies is seen very quickly. We know it. We have evolved to the point where we don't even listen to our own lies and our own excuses. And we're starting to identify that. And now as people are catching up and I'm starting to meet new people and they're like, gosh, I've been thinking about that. I am now uh, talking to those who don't know. First, it was to those who know. So now, when I'm talking to those who don't know, I feel like, wow, I knew that like 17 years ago. No wonder I had to learn it this way or that way. Brings us all back to peace. And that peace, that quiet, that calm, that contentness is why. I do this every day. It is there. And when you are aware of it, it is yours. It's yours. Dose a day, just the way Christ teaches. He doesn't come up to you and all of a sudden you know everything. Even when I did know everything when I saw him, it went away with him because that wasn't mine. I did not earn that have just a few seconds left. We have questions Friday. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.